evening, and welcome back to COJ Roleplaying. I'm your host, Juice, and with me I have Mark. Good evening. Steve. Pop in the morning to you. Graham. Good day, y'all. And Eric. Hi, they ho. Well, we're back from our collaboration with the Blank Bodies. I hope everybody was able to log in and listen to both sides of the stories. We're getting back to our D&D campaign, and hopefully everyone had a chance to review what happened last time we played. So everybody grab your D20s and see what's going to happen. Natural 20. (laughs) Nine. (laughs) Seven. Mark. I would like the GM to do the recap. I I told you we can't do that. All right. The bard. (laughs) The bard. All right. Very well. When last we met our intrepid adventurers, we had a shopping trip, yo! Oh, we were haggling and haggling over the price of crystals and pissing off Goose to no end. Uh, we managed to sell all of our crystals that we accumulated in the mine for about 20 gold per pound, and uh, Nolfer ended up buying a new shield that's better than his old shield, and selling his old armor and his old shield. Uh, we continued south, going towards Pearl Bell, when Hesha had a flashback to his youth. When he approached Pearl Bell, he smelled smoke and saw a large murder of crows leaving the town. And that's where we left off. Not a lot happened in that episode. All right. So you guys are on your way into Pearl Bell. Well, we stopped at a crossroad, right? Like the, the road yeah. was like a T intersection? Yes. Leading yeah, we were up. heading south to Winchester Tunfieldville, I think. Silverton. Silverton. Yeah, And then you came up to the fork that led over to Pearl Bell, which was Hesha's summer retreat. Oh, it's summer house. Now, is that to the west towards the the desert smelt mountains, or is it to the east? (laughs) I would imagine it would be to the east into the, uh, in between the Dale Lands Forest there and the Thundering Peaks, or Thunder Peaks. We're on the road south from Shadowdale that kind of cuts a bit to the west. Just before it looks like it cuts in between that forest and the mountains, it cuts into that forest. Kind of level with Ashabenford. Yeah. Third of the way from Shadowdale to Silverton. Yes. And as you guys walk and continue your way towards Purabell, upon the entrance of Purabell, you start seeing stakes. And upon them, lay the <laughs> hung the bodies of dead dragonborn, counting into the hundreds. Whoa, let's take, whoa, what's going on here? It's like Dracula here. What the hell? The stench and the rot is too much to handle. Everybody roll a con save. Oh, awesome. I'm good at that. <laughs> Me too. I rolled an extra one. 16. I'm, I'm supposed to be good at it. Seven. So, <laughs> Darius and Nofri start violently throwing up. No kidding. As Hesha and Barians start feeling nauseous. All right. Okay, after I've, uh, I have a drink of water. Sorry about that, lads. Must have been uh, what oh, I had for lunch. It smells Dwarfs. terrible here. That's why I threw up. Oh! Dwarves have weak stomachs, it seems. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, when you get hit with drow poison, we'll see, we'll see who's talking. And in the faint distance, you can hear a roar coming from what sounds like to be Pearl Bell. Okay, so we're still on the road. And the stakes are, like, beside the road or in a field or just all over uh, the place? They're in a field just before the entrance of the town. Is it a walled town? No. 
So just build Well, I guess with the stakes now, yeah. Hmm. Okay. Do the bodies look burned, or are they just impaled? Numerous different injuries. They've been killed lots of different ways. Yes. Drawn, quartered, hanged. Iron Maiden? As much as I love Iron Maiden, I don't like that song. (laughs) Iron Maiden? I can agree with you 100%. I just don't like it. It's not very good. So I'm going to make a... um, I'm just going to make a quick survey of the staked corpses that we can see, and there's like, what, more than a hundred, you said? It looks like the count's into the hundreds, yes. Jesus, how many dragonborn are in the world? A lot less now. Not a lot. Alright, so I rolled a 22 on a medicine roll, just to get a sense of, uh, what's the, uh, the freshest corpse? Uh, more towards the entrance of the town. How fresh is the corpse? Uh, days old. Okay, so... Two, three days, something like that? Yeah. Okay, I'll say that. This guy looks like he was killed two or three days ago, so shit's been going down here for a while. We need to figure out what happened here. What time of day is it? It is high noon. The sun beating on these dead bodies, making the stench awesome. Um, I think I have a talk to the dead spell, don't I? Can you make one of them a thrall and ask it questions? Uh, no, I can animate one, but the skeletons cannot... Speak. They can understand uh, right. the languages that they knew. Um, no lungs. Or lips. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, even if you, like, strangled a guy and then made him a... I guess it would be a zombie. Uh, he still wouldn't be able to talk. Uh, I think you're looking for speak with dead. Yeah, is that it? All the cleric spells are necromantic, man. Life and death. Actually, just going to point at uh, Prorin. Oh, I forgot to rule his con. No. <laughs> He's good. But, Check the perimeter. All right. City? It's not a huge city. So are there a lot of ravens and owls flying around, chewing on these corpses? Yes. She's watching us. Uh, This is a good one for the Raven Queen. There'll be lots of memories for her to feast on here. Any corpses with missing heads? A few. Missing as in beheaded or missing as in blowed up? You cannot tell. Okay, never. I don't think it's all that important. Okay. Um, so the, the corpses still have, like, clothes on and stuff, right? Some of them do, yes. Some of them do. Kasia, uh, if it's not too much trouble, can you identify someone who you think would be important to talk to? And I will cast Speak With Dead on them. I can try. It's been a long, long time since I've been here, but, uh, I'll see what I can do. So, Hesha's gonna go through the corpses and try and see if he can find, like, the mayor or somebody. Uh, it takes a while, but you do find who you think resembles the mayor. That guy. All right, I will cast Speak with Dead. We get five questions. The spell lasts ten minutes, and it's cheap. It only takes incense, which priests have lots of. Okay. Okay, so let's, before we start asking what questions should we agree on here, like, who did this to you, um, what were they after... Uh, did anyone escape? Does the crown and anchor here have a supplier already? Yeah. Is there a crown and anchor here? Uh, what the creature is that made that roar, if it would know what it is. All right. So first question. Who is responsible for the deaths of all these dragonborn? I believe it was a manticore under the guidance of a lich. Okay. The, the force that did this to you. What did they want? They mentioned souls. Okay. 
Did anybody escape? Not that I know of. Uh, okay. Where would escapees hide? Under the church. Right. How many foes did this? I don't know the actual number. I've only seen two. All right. Well, uh, so the uh, you can't cast a spell on the same corpse within ten days. So that's that. Does it look like these corpses have been despoiled? Like, or do they look like the people who did this didn't care? Uh, they do not look like they've been placed neatly. It looks like they were murdered and thrown on the stake. No, what I mean is, like, did they, like, rifle through their pockets, take all their valuables and stuff, or does that just seem to be irrelevant? That's irrelevant. Okay, so they still have all their possessions on them and whatnot. Some of them do have clothing still, yes. You can usually tell if there are minions that are semi-autonomous because they start taking gold and jewelry and stuff like that from the corpses. Oh, no, the people that are missing clothing, it's because their bodies are burnt. Oh, okay. All right, we need to scout this town. We need more information. Who's our most stealthy individual? Krill, it's really? not. It's not the dragonborn wearing the arsenal and the the the, the you know armor shop. The, sure the dragonborn that is wearing the armor shop and arsenal. You look at him, and it looks like he's about moments away from charging in. Of us, I'm the most stealthy. Yeah, and you know, most of us have a, a couple of ounces of that uh, rough light on us still to make yeah. us extra sneaky. Yeah, we have. We each have a pound, right? Sixteen ounces. Uh, I put uh, a quarter that, pound for myself. You have extra so that you can cast a silent spell without components. Or you yeah, that's right. It, it chooses. It it uh, chooses. Choose up uh, the roof roll the light. Uh, yep. One ounce per. Asher gets a tap on the shoulder. What? I scouted real quick. I counted two Manticore, two Weaver. Two Weaver and two Manticores. Where? Uh, the two Manticores are in the process of destroying your, oh, your family's summer estate. And the Weaver are looking like they're crawling through town, demolishing and killing whatever lips and eating whatever corpses are left over. But the town looks like it's deserted. Anything near the church? Other than it being half gone? No. We were informed by the spirit of the uh, theoretically mayor that any survivors might be hiding under the church. Do you want me to go investigate? I do. Okay, hang on a second. So this is Kilrin? Yes. So he's going to go in? Is he the stealthiest of us? Likely, yes. Okay. Does he have a piece of the uh, roof roll for light? Uh, no. Okay. I'll give him a piece. Um, Hesha. What would have been the uh, standard military presence in this town, the defenders, the town guard, magic users, you know, whatever? Local militia. Local militia, but, I mean, they're dragonborn. Uh, they're not going to... Well, they're not going to roll over, but this is not a military uh, settlement. Most of my people know how to fight in one way or another, but the people that lived here, they were a village. They yeah. were peaceful people. And any fighting happened days ago. I don't yeah, think at least there, if there's any resistance, I think it's it's over by now. Was there a temple or uh, a church? Well, there's a church here, right? But we don't know what god it was devoted to. Some dragonborn god, no doubt. They're all the same gods. <laughs> uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. No, no, no. There's a dwarven pantheon. There's an no, elvish the pantheon. Goose, <laughs> would Hesha know what the local church is dedicated to? Yes. 
unfortunately, your storyteller is a shit storyteller, and he doesn't know what. That's fine. Is. I mean, it, it's not all that important. But yeah, no, it's uh, it was a multi-denomination. Oh, the United Church. Okay, um, we should stake out a more defensive position and wait for our dragonborn friend to report back. Send Krillrin in to just scope the church and see if he can find signs of any survivors. And then he's to come back. Alright, as you guys are sitting in the stench and rot of the dead bodies, roll your con saves again. Eight. Twenty-one. Ten. Also an eight. So <laughs> Darius is not feeling good. The rest of you three are all throwing up. I suggest we move into a burnt-out building. Or at least we have some That's walls. probably a good idea. The charcoal smell will chase away the uh, this. And does Kilrin get back before you guys take off? No. Now he has to go looking for you guys. Well, uh, I'm gonna, we'll, we'll, we'll set up shop in a uh, burnt-out building that's near enough that we can keep an eye for him coming back. And we can leave a small trail that he's going to know to follow. He's a ranger, after all. He should be able to find us. Ooh, a piece of candy. Ooh, <laughs> <it's> candy. <laughs> when my nieces were toddlers, playing E.T. with them was one of the fun Christmas games. After you uh, start smelling charcoal and burning wood. Smells like home. Hesha gets a tap on the shoulder. What'd you find? Uh, there's some survivors. But they're youngings. I counted three. Okay. Here's my suggestion. We go and cause a distraction and engage with the uh, wyverns. They are, I'm assuming, they're closest to the church. Wait a second. Um, what about this lich? The lich may be a magic user. We know the wyverns are here. We know the manticores are here. I isolate them and take them out one at a time. Here's my thinking. Uh, who's the best archer? Is it our... Uh, Probably our... me. Okay, if we put a bit of the Ruthroll Philite on the head of an arrow and hit the Manticore with it, as long as you do damage, that uh, gem will be stuck in its flesh, and then it won't be making any noise. And then we can wail on it, and uh, it won't alert uh, anybody else. Great idea. That is a really good idea. Well, the gods have blessed me with one more third-level spell slot. I have some suge- I've got some ideas. So if we can get one of them and kill it, that is to our advantage. You should have two more third-level spells. Yeah, I do. do. Oh, okay. uh, So my point is, I may have to, I'm not going to be able to do the normal spirit guardians and, you know, blah, 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 stuff like that. I'm going to have to save my godly powers for more exotic uses. Translations, you guys are going to have to, like, wail on it. I like wailing on stuff. Before we charge into anything... I know how to cast a fireball. You do. Which is a nice area of effect attack. Does it make noise? A lot, actually, yes. A tremendous amount. We need to make sure that the things in the city are kept well away from the church to provide Krillrin with the opportunity to get the kids out. That's my main concern. Enough of my kind who've died here. Yes, the gods demand vengeance. Big time. We're not walking away with this one without blood on our weapons. Hesha demands vengeance as well. The gods and I agree. Tempest blessing. And this one's even for the Raven Queen. Alright, so we need a distraction. What, I guess whatever creature is closest to the church 
we need to lure it away, right? Yes. Or murder it. And then murder it. Um, okay. Can we find an area close enough to where I, I would assume it's the wyverns that are going to be closest to the church? Because the manticores are apparently rampaging in my old summer home, which is far end of town. So if we can find a, an area that is close to, get in there, create some form of noise to draw, hopefully one, but if not, just one and two. Yeah, leave that to me. And we can set up an ambush. Um, Wyverns don't have breath weapons, right? I don't think Wyverns have breath weapons. I don't think so. not 100% sure. Attack twice at the same time, claws and stinger, or bite and stinger. And poison, no breath weapon. If we can find an ideal ambush spot, I've got major image. I can put together an illusion. I believe it can make noise. As much noise as I want. It seems completely real, including sounds, smells, and temperature appropriate appropriate to the thing depicted. Ooh, that's even better than what I was going to suggest. So we could theoretically find a side alley that is really big enough for one to fit down at a time, set up an ambush, and lure them in there. And if they don't have a lot of room to maneuver, we can like get a wine in cellar. there on the ground and not have enough room for them to unfurl their wings. They can't fly away. They're stuck. Yeah. We can fight it in the air, but it's going to cause a lot of noise and stuff because I'm going to have to use spells. Oh, so am I. <laughs> yeah, Eldritch Blast. Not quiet. Yeah, so we draw it into a, a cellar or a barn or something where it can't fly away from us or a stone alley that it can't crush. I think we're going to be hard-pressed to lure a wyvern into a basement. They're pretty big. Yeah. Okay, we need to find something at least where it can be restricted. All right, so do we need to make a roll then, John, to kind of tactically suss out where we might set up an ambush? Uh, investigation rolls. Damn, that's intelligence. <laughs> that's crap. Ah, uh, our bard, who is secretly <sighs> a military tactician genius. Unfortunately, not today. With, even with a plus four, it's only a nine. Right. <laughs> I don't feel so bad. I got an eight. Hesha looks around and goes, this looks good. <laughs> <laughs> Does it look good to us? <laughs> what did uh, Nelfry roll? Uh, Nelfry, 13. <laughs> wow. Well, that's the best one so far. Nelfry points out where two run-down buildings are close together, but it doesn't give you the height restrictions you're hoping for, but it does give you the confined side-by-side you're looking for. No roof, but if we could draw him in there, he won't be able to take flight. So do we want to set up an illusion, like, in the center between these two buildings? Yeah, yeah. Can you describe what those kids look like? You can use them to draw the wyvern. Any dragonborn, right? Just, like, running, maybe a group of them running between the two buildings? No, I've got something in mind. I'm pretty sure it's going to be a child wailing over top of the corpse of its dead mother. Oh, okay, sure. Dark, but alerting. If the wyverns are at all smart, they might try to come at it from both sides. No, maybe not. They're not smart. You want to fight two wyverns at once? No. No, but if I can get them within 40 feet of each other, I can hit them both with fireball, and that's 8d6. Hesh is going to try to, uh, well, sorry, Hesh is going to use one ounce of his, uh... Roof roll for light. stone stuff. Shut up, Rock. Yeah, he's going to use the shut up rock, uh, one of them anyways. He's going to try and get on a rooftop beside the alley. Okay. And ready his bow. 
Children report the, the wyverns are together, or are they separately ranging about? They're separately throughout town. Okay. Right. So we're now into the town a little bit, like we yes. got to a burned out building. Are there any other corpses, or have all the corpses been dragged out of town and staked? You have not come across another corpse yet. Okay. And there goes Steve. Oh, I'm still here. Vigorously <laughs> looking for okay. a pencil. I found it. I just dropped it on the floor. Ah. So I'm going to need you to roll a athletics. Oh, excellent. Uh, that would be 23. Okay, you managed to go into the one building and climb whatever stairs were left after the attack, and you're on the second floor. Don't have access to the roof. Okay. But you have a window shot into the alley. Okay, that works. Does that put him within 20 feet of the center of the alley? It would. Just yeah, on only the, the second story, yeah. Well, it matters for where I'm going to end up planting that fireball. <laughs> Might be closer to the other building. He's dragonborn, he's immune to fire. Lightning. Mm. <laughs> okay. Um, Is there a building that I can... From the window... I have, I have an adventure pack. There is a grappling hook and rope. Can I use the grappling hook to get on the roof of the other building? Roll the athletics. Uh, 18. All right. As you unpack your pack and pull out your rope and grappling hook, you manage to secure it to the roof through the window and scale the wall of the building onto the shingled roof. And that should put me 30 feet away from ground zero. It also puts you in the line of sight of a flying creature. Think tile thoughts. Yes. Try to blend in with the tile. Uh, is there a um, building... I'll crouch by the chimney and try to keep myself out of sight. The seven-foot-tall dragonborn <laughs> wearing an armor shop. <laughs> Has to be a tile roof because uh, thatch would not support him. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. It's a simul. It's not a simulation. It's an approximation. <laughs> Is there a building within uh, 120 feet of the center of that alley that I could get into that has a view of the center of the alley between the two buildings? Like, say, like across the street from it or something like that? A bell tower? No, I don't want to be a pie. Uh, yeah, there's a shot. Because I don't want to be in the street casting an illusion. No. That kind of ruins it. <laughs> no, there's a burnt-out shop, but it looked like it could have been a flower shop at one time. Okay, that'll work. window pointing towards the alleyway. Okay, I'm going to set up shop there. That puts me out of fireball explosion range and gives me the ability to put up my illusion. Now, what's the range on the fireball? I believe it's also 120 feet. Okay. Let me double-check. Uh, sorry, it's 150 feet. Okay. I'm I'm within range. Well, the center of the alley. Pesha is readying an, an arrow with some of the gemstone on it to do Graham's idea. Okay. Darius. What's Darius doing? Uh, the dwarves, I think, will stick together. Hide in a dumpster. So when the action begins, I will juice Null Freeze AC, but we'll just wait till the action begins. Wonderful. Okay. So we're, we're in the alley-ish, out of sight. That's the plan. We are the ambush, right? Roll your stealth. Oh, I better use guidance here. <laughs> stealth? Oh, man. Oh, we have disadvantage because we're wearing heavy ah. armor. <laughs> I got a natural 20. I am not seen at all. Oh, my spider armor is just good for climbing, not for stealth. Okay. First roll. Oh, that's six. I rolled an 18. Amazing. Do we get a bonus for having Ruthrif light on us for stealth? Actually, I get bonus. No. Stealth is for hiding. Not the, the, the shut up stone is for shutting up. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> then I have a six, even with my bonus. Okay. Then I have 15. So everybody sees Nelfry. <laughs> I'm hiding behind a bush. Um, <laughs> uh, 
Is Nelfry in range of Barian? What's the lesser illusion, the cantrip illusion, where you can just make an object? I don't have that. Oh, you don't have it? Okay, yeah. Never mind. Because you could just create an illusion level, like a barrel, and then Nelfry could just hide in it. <laughs> no, unfortunately. And I think that would, I like, major image is a concentration. That's probably also a concentration as well. Yeah. I wouldn't be able to do both. It's been months, so I don't remember. It's not your spell list anyhow. All right, Barian. Okay, so if everyone is set up, I am going to set up a bloody trail. I've got a 20-foot cube to work with. I'm going to have a bloody trail going into the alley and a very wounded, dying-looking, dragonborn adult female and about a just cusping preteen dragonborn girl screaming her head off, Mommy, no, get up, we must go, all that kind of stuff. And it is loud. Okay. And it is horrifying. Alright, as everybody hears the screaming of a young dragonborn child and the horrid scene of a bloody, what looks like to be mother, you start hearing scraping noises across the ground. Okay. Uh, can I make up a perception roll to see if I can figure out what's going on? Yep. Okay. Ooh, wow. Hesha can make a perception roll as well? 30. Okay. When it sees the illusion, it does have a chance to perform an investigation check to see whether or not it realizes it's real or not. But it's against, yeah. But wyverns are dumb. Wyverns are dumb, and it has to beat a 16. So since I'm playing a very melancholy song to activate this. (laughs) Effectively, it would have to roll in that 20. Yeah. They're stupid but wise. They actually have a plus one wisdom. Really? (laughs) Yeah, but investigation's intelligence. Yeah, sure. I I know that. So, Darius and Hesha notice the A-Wyvern coming from the far end of the alley. Is it entering the alley? Slowly, as if it's prowling. The the little girl is going to start drag desperately, but causing a lot of attention. Because clearly there's something coming to eat them. And Darius and Hesha notice the Wyvern getting crouching lower and just creeping up. And it looks like it's about to attack. I'm going to wait until it gets fully into the alley where it can't use its wings to start flying. And that's when Hesha's going to try and hit it with the, uh, the gemstone. Hey everyone, Goose here. Just letting everyone know that we are starting our mid-roll ad section. So sit back and take a quick listen and we'll see you guys on the other side. Hey, COJ fans, guess what? We got ourselves our first sponsor. Our friend Brian over at Reroll Woodworks has sent our crew a fantastic set of dice trays made from all reclaimed woods, and the craftsmanship is fantastic. Take a minute and visit his Etsy shop at etsy.com slash woodworks to see his wonderful collection. He's got everything from squares to hexagons to even coffins for those vampire players out there. And if you put COJ Pod in the coupon spot at checkout, you'll get yourself an additional 15% off your order. Or you can click the link down below. Oh, hello there. Barry and Cull here. Has your rich and fulfilling life left you with money burning a hole in your pocket that if you don't spend, the or government will just take from you? Well, don't worry, my friend. I have just the thing for you. The COJ Roleplaying Patreon. Just go to patreon.com slash COJ Roleplaying to sign up. At the bronze tier, for just $3, you'll get early access to our weekly uploaded podcast and receive a podcast shout-out. At the silver tier, for $8, you'll also get access to our exclusive COJ Roleplaying Discord server and your name used for an NPC. 
At the gold tier for $12, you'll have access to the raw videos of the podcast. That's right, you'll be able to see the horrible visage of the hideous chud who puppets this halfling. Oh, come on. I'm a half-elf, not a halfling. There's a significant difference. Yeah, I realize it's in the script. Who wrote this dreck anyway? Dolfrey? He can't count past five, and he wrote an ad spot? Yeah, yeah, I'll finish the ad. That's right, all this can be yours. Just go to patreon.com slash cojroleplaying and sign up today. Well, I hope you enjoyed our ads, and now, back to the action. After Hesha releases that arrow, since I know he's going to do it, I'm timing for, like, a couple seconds after, I'm launching the fireball down the alley. All right. As the wyvern is, you can see the hind quarters tightening up as if it was about to pounce, and it launches, but it climbs onto the side of the building and uses it as a springboard to attack the children and uh, the child and mother. Oh, so, like, jumped off the wall and then... Yeah. Down. Yeah. Okay. And then is very confused as soon as it hits the ground. The ground. <laughs> question is, is it smart enough to realize it went through it, or did it just miss it somehow? Yeah. Well, it would have landed right on them, but then it would have tumbled because there was nothing there. Yeah, is it yeah. smarter than my dog? She hits treats and misses them and is sure they're gone forever. Exactly. So the wyvern is now looking. Should already be shot. I'm shooting it. Okay. It is now clearly in the alley. Yes. So, I got a 25. 25 hits? I would hope so. Ooh. 13. And hopefully that gemstone will create the effect that we are looking for. I'm going to shoot it again, because I get two attacks. Okay. Uh, that is 20. 20 hits. 11 damage. Okay. Because that makes it fireball time. So it has to roll a double check. I believe it's a dexterity saving throw. Yeah, dexterity saving throw against a 16. And made it. Okay, it takes half damage then. Okay. So half of 32 is 16 damage. As a beam of red light shoots from the the stock of my loot, impacts it, and explodes. All right. Oh, my God, it's like the... It's like the uh, opening of the video, Aldo Nova for Fantasy, where he uses the guitar to blast open the door. <laughs> and he's wearing that, like, leopard print jumpsuit, and he gets out of the helicopter. Oh, my God, the 80s. <laughs> uh, Darius, are you going to take your surprise attack? Um, okay, so we were – what's the explosion range on that fireball? Uh, it's a 20-foot radius. So we would have been out of range. But that's – we're still within a move because – yeah. Um, the move is certain. Okay, so what I'm going to do, all of Nelfry's attacks are dex-based? Uh, Nelfry gets to choose, but yeah, the same strength and same dex, so. Uh, okay, so I was going to cast Enhance Ability on Nelfry. It can either be dex or strength, and you get advantage on every ability check, all attacks. Awesome. What do you want? Dex it is. Okay, so that would be my action for this round. Enhanced Ability, cast Grace on Nelfry. <laughs> And Nelfry's turn. Charge and attack. 
Well, I'm outside the range. 25 feet plus an attack should bring me into stabbing distance, yeah? Yep. All right. Last what? for an hour. Last for an hour. That's amazing. <laughs> All right. So first off with the rapier, a 20 or a 19 to hit. All right. 20 hits. Yep. All right. So that will be four whole damage. And my second attack. So do that now. Yes. That's what I thought of. And that's a dozen and a natural 20. All right. So natural 20. So that's eight plus four. So 12 plus eight more. 20 damage with that stab. Because now I am embloodened, my sword. Yep. Nice. All right. And, uh, yeah, okay. Um, with what's gone on, uh, after the fireball, Nelfry hit him twi- a couple times. Can yep. we tell if the wyvern is making any sound? Like, it's probably moving, its claws are on the ground. Yeah, he's not making a sound. Okay, Thanks. great. And now everyone roll initiative. 18. 20. I got a big old five. This is weird. Normally, Darius would have the five. Yes. <laughs> and I would be going Darius. first. 20. Yeah, I've, ro- I've rolled a 30 and a 20 in the last two. That's it. Like, get ready for nothing but ones for the rest of the night. <laughs> it's because I have offensive magic now. Now I'm going last. Yeah. <laughs> or useful offensive magic, I should say. All right, Darius. Yeah, that's an interesting question. I'm not going to burn any spell slots. I will move forward. And take a swing at the wyvern with the warhammer. Are you going to flank him with Nelfry? Can can I do that in in the alley? Yeah, if you I pictured you guys were on each side of the alley. I was hiding much better than him, right? Yes. So he could have come from anywhere. Oh my god, where did he come from? <laughs> Actually, no, because you would have had to touch him to do that. Yeah, yeah. no, we would have been in the same spot. Like, would have been the same basically, spot. I was hiding behind him. So no, you won't be able to speak yet. Um, so I guess I guess flanking wouldn't apply then. No, um, you, 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 tell me. you won't have enough movement to do it. It will soon. Yeah, once Hesha drops in. <laughs> Literally. All right. Literally. So that is a uh, uh, seventeen to hit. Seventeen hits. Okay. And here we go. Five damage. Um, I will also burn uh, one war priest and do a bonus attack. Uh, eighteen to hit. Okay. Yeah. And four damage. That was anticlimactic. All right, Nuffrey. Nuffrey with more rapier attacks. Get okay. Stab this thing. Let's perforate him. All right, let's see. I want, I want the weaver to hit at least once. 14. <laughs> Modified 20 to hit. Okay. For nine damage for the first attack. Second attack is 26 to hit. Okay. Another advantage is kick ass and nine damage. Three, sorry, 10 damage. They have a plus one because of the blood. Yep. The blood. All right. Those are no freeze attacks. Hesha! Okay, Hesha's gonna run to the edge of the roof and jump off. Okay. And my first attack, as I'm starting my descent, I'm gonna throw my trident at the, uh, wyvern. Okay. Uh, and miss. <laughs> Perfect. And then as I fall, uh, my trident kinda skitters off, I'm going to just bring my shield up and smash it as I land. Okay. All 500 pounds of me. How far are you falling from? We're about 30 feet up. So I'm going to take some damage. I understand. Yep. <laughs> how, how tall's the creature? Large size. That is a nat 20 with my shield. Okay. Take 13 falling damage. Yep. And your nat 20 with your modified weapon. Uh, that gives me 18 damage. Explain how you destroyed him with a shield. <laughs> 
<laughs> so I jump off the roof and kind of slipped a bit and threw my trident and it kind of like skipped past it, but kind of like stuck in the dirt of the uh, alley. And as I came down, I hit it on the head and the butt spike of the trident shot through its head. <laughs> and then I crumple onto it and ow. The little girl from the illusion gets up, walks over to it, and illusorily kicks it in its ribs. <laughs> Doesn't do anything, but it's just a little flavor. Okay, um, I'm going to make a uh, perception roll and see if anything noticed a bit of a ruckus. Ooh, that's 23. That's pretty good. You don't see or hear anything else. So the even, river, even though you guys made a lot of noise, there was a fireball that went off that was probably loud. You don't hear or see anything coming. Okay. Oh, we should do that again. Um, I I can only do one of the two major illusion, major image, or fireball. I only have one third level spell slot left. Okay. The wyvern's corpse is it completely within the alley? Yes. Okay. Because otherwise we probably have to drag it or cut its tail off or something. Uh, just to, just to kind of hide it, right? I have a great axe. Yes, from the Orc Warchief, that's right. I'm going to reclaim my trident. I will come out of the house that I was sheltering in to cast my spells and join the others. So we have to go hunt another wyvern. Or a manticore, or a lich. It has some kind of idea, roughly, where the other wyvern is, right? Uh, no. Uh, well, at one time, Kilrin didn't know the information. It was over there. Yeah. But we can probably track it from there. Yeah. Uh, I think we take the other wyvern and then deal with the manticores. Sounds like a solid And the lich. Don't forget about the lich. I'm willing to bet that the lich has uh, fucked off back to whence it came. Got all its souls. Mainly because, out out of character knowledge, um, we aren't tough enough to fight a lich. (laughs) (laughs) That's a TPK right now, hands down. Maybe I want second season to start sooner. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> maybe maybe I'm tired of GMing and I want to play a game. Maybe. No, you just played. <laughs> Two games. Yeah. As uh, as you guys are discussing your plans, you hear a louder roar. As in closer louder? Well, since you're now in the city. Oh, okay. The roar of a fire or the roar of a wyvern? The roar of a manticore. Oh, so we know it's a manticore? I imagine a wyvern and a manticore probably have a significantly different sound. And yeah, you're right. One, goes, one sounds more like a dragon, the other one sounds more like a kitty. <laughs> I, got a, I got a 23 on a survival roll to identify what it is. You confirm it's a manticore. Okay, that is a manticore, guys. He looks in the direction that it came from and says, I can do that too. In fact, I'm thinking we find ourselves a defensible spot, pull up, and I'll call it. Um, uh, retrieve your arrow from the corpse of the wyvern. Yes, good idea. Does it have any gold in its pocket? The wyvern? No. Yeah. Like, you like you want to mug the wyvern. The bard's tail three. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we can get Krillrin to skin it later. All right. We'd have some, like, grilled wyvern tonight for dinner. I think we still have boar for days, but I'm not going <laughs> to object. I don't know if we can eat wyvern. Is wyvern red meat or red meat? I don't know if Hesha so should be different. It's, it's like kind of a relative. It's kind of like fishy, textured, furry, oily. It uses those like, wings to fly, so it's dark meat regardless. It also is a dragony type creature. Hesha probably shouldn't eat it. Sacrilegious. Like <laughs> Bushmeat. 
Yeah. All right. That's how um, you get crazy. Okay, so the the clock is ticking on that hour for Nulfri's dex right. advantages. Plus, you don't take any damage falling 20 feet or less. So you can go, like, <laughs> parkour everywhere. Nice. <laughs> That's a great spell. So let's find me something else to kill. Yeah. All right. This, uh, this major image can't, uh, travel with us. I think it's stuck to the spot it's on. Yep. So, Dragonborn Girl's gonna smile at all of us, and then the whole thing's just gonna disappear. Magic. Well, in the way that Dragonborns can smile. You know, it's terrifying. Very teetoofy. Okay. So shall we grab a piece of Rutherophilite and start, like, stealthing our way through town? That uh, sounds like a plan. Yep. All right. Yeah. Everybody roll yourself. 21. No, wait. That's more like it. Nine. Ten. Four. So we're not making any sound. We're not making any sound. Doesn't make you invisible, though. Oh. <laughs> wait a whole lot the back end, guys. Sun. <laughs> My my nice polished armor reflecting sun all around. <laughs> well, you've got that spider armor now. Yeah, it's got that a, a bonus armor class and no movement penalty for climbing. So Quite as it. you guys are traveling into the town, you see a busted fountain and what looks like to be half a statue. There is what looks like to be a marketplace around the fountain. Uh, can we hear the Matacor's roar getting any louder? A little bit louder, yeah. And everybody but Nulfri roll perception. Rude. 20. 16. 15. You see a tail about a block to the left. Like as if something with the tail is around the corner of a building? Yes. Wyvern's height as well as Nulfri. Does it look like like a tail of the wyvern we just killed? Yes. Making absolutely no sound. I'm wondering if I could run up and use my trident to spear the tail to the ground. Okay. I wonder if no. I wonder if Hesha is stronger than the wyvern. Could you grapple the tail and hold it? Although it's large, right? You can't grapple yeah. something that's uh, yeah. You can't grapple something bigger than you. More than Hesha. one size bigger than you. I don't remember the rule, but yeah. Okay. Um. Actually, I have. Grapple doesn't mean you can't uh, can't move either. I don't think you're just Does engaged. It? Yeah. yeah. You're engaged. You can, you can, he can grapple it. He can't do much with it, yeah. but he can hold on. Grab onto its leg and get swung around. How big are these wyverns? They're like large or, dragons. Large dragons. So like 40 feet long? Yeah, about that. 40, 50 feet long? Uh, theoretically, use my great axe to try and cut its tail off. Theoretically, yeah. The, the pointy bit that hurts people. Anyways, so what do you guys want to do? Look up a spell. I'm looking for creatures. We must be coming across some soon. Roll your perception. Okay. All right, 14. You notice a tail hanging out in the middle of the street. It's a dragon tail. Hesha says, I'm going to go try and cut its tail off. Varian's going to try sneaking up not in rain, not not next to Hesha, but so that he can get a... Some eldritch blast shots off to it when this thing's when this all starts. Wait, we've got a you got to hit it with the arrow first, Hesha, so it doesn't make any sound. Mm. Don't freaking attacks, do that. Right? Yes, I do get two two attacks. Don't freaking go with Hesha and fire a shot at it with his crossbow. We okay. time it together, go simultaneously. I shoot it, you spear it. I'm gonna use my great axe. Yeah, you chop it. Right, you're trying to remove its tail. Yeah. Okay, let's do that then. Okay. So we're good and sneaky. If you know his head's not looking at it, it doesn't matter. I can be seen easily if it doesn't hear me. Um, while they're while we're kind of moving up, I would like to take a look around to see if there's anything else uh, I can see, like manticores. All right, roll your perception. Ten. 
You don't see nothing. Alright. Okay, guys. Manticores. Liches. Tarask. That is what we're looking for. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, before Nalfri and Hesha going, Darius already did a perception. What is Barian doing? Barian's kind of moving up in a ranged position to be able to launch an Eldritch Blast at this thing. Okay. So I need Nalfrey to roll his to hit. No problem. Natural 20. And an 18. All right, so 14 damage with the Quiet Rock. With the Quiet Rock, okay. At the same time that Hesha's chopping off the tail. Now Hesha's to hit for the... <laughs> also a crit. I love the crit box. Oh, that's big damage. That is 27. <laughs> Ooh, that is big damage. What did Nalfrey do, 13? 14. 41 in one round. No, he's yeah. out of 110. We're not done yet. Oh, no. And extra runs up. Yeah. You guys both get additional attacks, right? Yep. Uh, I'm going to take a second swing. If the, if the tail hasn't come off, I'm taking a second swing at it. Take a second swing at it. Uh, that is an 18 to hit. That hits. 15 damage. Alfred's right. going to move up and uh, take oh. a second attack with his rapier. As Hesha's blade finishes through the tail, it eliminates his stinger, and you can see it. <laughs> Ow. Well, it's going to really howl when I give it two Eldritch Blasts up the butt. So, Nelfreester, second attack. All right. Okay. Oh, so that's going to be a 12 to hit. 12 misses. Yeah, that was bad rolls. No, uh, Darius. Okay. So Darius, uh, variant. Uh, that is a 17. 17 hits. The first one, 17 hits. That is four damage, and the second bolt, uh, that is even better. That is a 27, and that only does two. 2d10, I got a two and a four. Nice. And it is initiative. One. <laughs> I credit. <laughs> Three. I got a one, but a plus two modifier. 23 for me. Jeez. Uh, that's you. more like it. I got a seven. Yeah, and my one is more like it, too. <laughs> much more like it. I'm going first. I'll go last. Well, healers going last isn't a bad thing. You can always start getting rocked right off the start. You I could, work. but, I mean, I'm using range attacks. What's the point? All right, Farian, your turn. All right. I will throw some more Eldritch Blasts at him. Uh, that is 16. 16 hits. 10 damage. And I don't think this one's going to hit a 14. 14 hits. It does. That's five more damage. All right. Now it's the Weaver's turn. And because it has no more tail, it is going to turn at Hesha and do a claw and bite attack. Is the, is the tail stump spraying blood? <laughs> yes. But not, but not Ninja Scroll style. Not like Ninja Scroll? Oh, damn. And if you've been listening to us from the beginning, and you happen to be under the age of majority, do not watch Ninja Scroll. <laughs> that is my service announcement. Thank you. Yes. Elders forbidding young people from doing things always works. Yes. Never fails, baby. <laughs> also, no dancing. Loose. Loose, baby. <laughs> Loose is the, the, the adult from Footloose. Crusty old being. All right, the claw attack does 23 hit. Yes, it does. And with the bite attack, does 17 hit. No, it does not. Okay, so it is... Where'd my two D8s go? There they are. I am going to repost that uh, bite attack. So go ahead with your damage. It is 
Seven. Eleven damage. Yep. And it is Hesh's turn. Uh, well, I'm going to do a repost on that missed attack. Okay. So I'm spending one of my uh, superiority die. Yep. Uh, does 27 hit? Yes. I'm going to stab it with my trident in the mouth. And I get that. That is 16. All right. Now it's Hesh's turn. Uh, I'm going to stab it again in the mouth with a crit. Jesus, I'm rolling well today. 16. And to, to hit? Oh, you critted, so. Critted. Yeah, so. so tell, me you, tell me how you killed this one. So it turned around to bite at me. It snapped. Or, sorry, as its mouth was open, it was coming at me. I stabbed it in the mouth and then quickly pulled back and jammed it right through the back of its head, through its mouth. Alrighty. And again, no sound from the wyvern, right? Right. Yeah, good. So this one should have been pretty quiet. Or how, how much noise does Eldritch Blast make? Magical it's spell zapping? It, it's, it's force damage, so, you know, splat magical impact. Magical not impact too, not too damage. Bad, it's not an explosion. Hesh is still under the influence of his uh, crystal, so, like, he kills the second wyvern and then bellows at a giant roar, but nobody can hear it. I'll try to retrieve my arrow of Rethrolite. Okay. All right. Now you have killed the second wyvern you know that's in this city. Nice. Are there any um, taller buildings here in this central marketplace? No. It looks like, if you take a look at the skyline, it looks like it from the center grows taller as it goes out the city. Well, I'm just thinking um, Nofri's got advantage on climbing and, adva- and dex advantage anyway. If you could climb up a tall building and take a look around, see if you could see the manacores or whatever. Or if there's uh, anything else that Krill uh, Room missed. Yeah, what else is around? Mm-hmm. Um, should we proceed to where your uh, cottage was, Hesha? Yeah, I think so. Is that a good idea? Best if we could get there in the next uh, 40 minutes. <laughs> All right, so you guys are trapped to where Hesha's summer home, summer estate is. Hmm. That's where the manacores are, right? That's the plan? That's where they were. And we're uh, going to kill them, too? Something is. As uh, you guys are walking and Hesha leading the way up a slight hill, you start seeing what looks like to be a stone wall with a big golden gate. Solid gold? Hmm. It's gold leaf. And beyond the gate stands the remnants of what looked like to be a giant manor house with a giant hole in the side of it. How does this manor house compare to the pretty posh manor house of Beetroot Treehorn? Uh, three times the size. Oh, a bit fancier. Well, not now, but let me <laughs> no. tell you, man. Now, now it needs renovations. That we we're going to flip this for a huge profit. <laughs> we could take down some walls, open concept this place, Better than when it, when we when uh, when the manticores got there. Yeah, plenty of already refined building materials scattered throughout the town to use. Oh my God, this is going to be fantastic! You can put uh, reclaimed materials used in it uh, to get the if, if you if you need to sell the hippie people. We could get a couple work crews and we could flip the whole city. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that that's just pure profit. Well, we need we need some good marketing to get people to you know move here after the slaughter. Guaranteed, wyvern and manticore free. <laughs> All right. Speaking of, here, kitty, kitty, kitty. You hear another giant roar coming from beyond the wall. All right. Well, Nulfri can like climb up and take a peek over. Do that, man. Spider it up. 
As you reach the top and peer over, you notice through the window what looks like to be a manticore rampaging through the house. Main floor, second story. Main floor. Attic. Okay. Is that where the roar came from, does it look like? That's what it looks like. All right. Remember remember plan B or C for beetroot treehorn, which involved burning the house down? <laughs> but you'd think that fire-breathing dragon people wouldn't have wood houses. They'd have stone houses. Yeah, there's probably a building code. Anyway, manicore, main floor. Uh, what do we want to do? This one. I say we knock on the door and uh, say, hey, we're here to kill you. I say we sneak up. It worked really well with the weapons. I'm yeah, thinking like how should we... pretend to be a door-to-door salesman. How high can a manticore fly inside a house? I mean, it's a dragonborn house, so it's got tall ceilings, and it's a manor house, so it's got tall, tall ceilings. Okay, it's so got really... like, like twelve foot ceilings. So what? Like, how can it even really fly? No. Yeah. So we want to get into the house, right? So that it doesn't get out yes. into the courtyard. But we want to brawl with it. This isn't going to be a ranged fight. This is going to be a a, 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 a a hockey fight. There we go. The armored people can brawl it. I'll range it. I would recommend that someone beefy run in there and start hacking at it. I can set up and shoot some uh, magic at it. Or you can head for the scullery closet to grab a corn broom, right? If it's flying around like a bat, just slap it out of the air. Right. Um, yeah, I guess so. Heschel will kind of go in, uh, shoot it, shoot it with the silence arrow, and then run in and stab it with trident. So that's all. Yeah, I yeah, yeah, we're. we're Hesha knows how to get into the house, right? So Nulfri's Nulfri's game for that. So as you guys open the golden gate and run across the courtyard into the front door. The foyer. You (laughs) enter into the foyer, and you can hear the rustling of the manticore coming from what Hesha knows as the dining room off to the right. It's referred to as the Great Hall. Or the Great Hall. Sure. So Uh, Hesha breaks through the door and fires? Yep. Fifteen? Fifteen hits. Nice. Eight. All right. Now, everybody roll their initiative. Ooh. Oh, there we go again. Eleven. Ten. <laughs> I got a six. Darius? Two. <laughs> Barry doubled from last time. Oh, Eleven. Still going first out of the group. Yeah, things are looking up. All right. As Hesha breaks through the door, alerting the manticore and fires his arrow, and now the manticore is silent, he rushes Hesha. And with a claw attack and a bite attack to begin with. Seven miss on the bite attack. And eleven misses on the claw attack. Yep. I am going to spend a superior die to um, repost. Okay. And 24 hits. Yeah. With my trident. Ooh, ooh. Six damage. And as you hit with your trident, he comes and swings around with his tail and does 21 hit. It does. All right. So it's one of these... Seven damage. Okay. Uh, would that be considered an unarmed attack? His spike tail? Yeah, would it, would it be considered like a, a brawl attack? No, it'd be melee? So it'd be a whip item. Okay, never mind that. 
And it is Barium's turn. Alright. Eldritch Blast in space. Uh, I'm guessing that a 12 is not going to hit this one. 12 does not hit. Oh, and that's even worse. I rolled a 1. Ooh. So what happens when you try to use Eldritch Blast? Oh no, the portrait of great-grandfather Kesha. <laughs> I, I imagine I destroyed something that was actually valuable in the house. Okay. Kesha's cuckoo clock. Those things are expensive. No free! No free! No free uh, with the uh, the sewing machine attack. Okay, okay. Manticore pin cushion. All right, first attack. Oh, am I still advantaged? Has it been fewer than one hour? Yeah, you're just com- you're just coming up to it. So excellent. In that case, it's a good thing because that first one was a five. There we go. Seventeen and seven gives me a twenty-six or twenty-three to hit. Four. Twenty-three. 24 hit. Either one. It's a yeah. mixed. All right. Well, there's a dozen damages. Dozen damages? Yep. And again, advantage. All right. So that's a 12. That's not great. Oh, there we go. 21. 21 hits. 21 hits. And uh, 11 damage. 21? 21, you say? 21 to hit, 11 damage. 11 damage, okay. Sorry, I misread what the uh, tail spikes were. The tail spikes are actually flown at you like as a ranged weapon. Yeah, porcupine. Hesha's turn. Uh, and we're going to end it there. Oh, cliffhanger. Thanks for joining us. We are COJ Roleplaying. I was Goose. With me, I had Graham. Good night, everyone. Mark. Sophie did way more damage to that first wyvern, but doesn't get even a single kill in this episode. Terrible. <laughs> Eric. Good night, everybody. And Steve. Hesha is hogging all the kills. And it's amazing. Good As always, if you want to get a hold of us, you can reach us on any of our social media platforms through linktree.com slash cojroleplaying. Uh, we have a Patreon page. Uh, you can reach us at patreon.com slash cojroleplaying. On any one of your podcasting sites, give us a review. Tell us how we're doing. Let us know what you think. Uh, we're trying to set up for a question and answer episode. Send us some questions. We'd like to hear from you. And uh, we'll talk to you guys next week. 